I can't see anything recording now. Confident. There we go. G'day everyone, Paul and I recorded this show about six weeks ago, but you know, life gets busy and in that time something really big happened. We're very sorry to see that so many zeros and so many people who we know and have had a great working relationship with for a very long time uh, have been displaced from zero, Paul. They have, David. Look, I, th I think we uh, saw it overseas, saw it with certainly the tech giants, uh, but it doesn't hit as hard till it hits so close to home. 15% of Zero's global start. Kind of get the feeling uh, it sort of was coming anyway. New CEO, that kind of thing. David, uh, our word is that uh, the everybody uh, everybody at zero got one of three letters and almost a traffic light system, David green, orange or red. Um, and look, I think it's never good. Uh, the, the, the tech industry certainly does uh, boom and bust more than, more than anything else did, did the hiring probably get ahead of where, of where it should cash burn interest rates, the availability of funding, share price, New CEO, look, you never want to see it happen. Um, but in the market, it is perhaps more something we should get used to than just these companies hiring and hiring and hiring. It has been very well received by the market. But to the zeros, very little in your career goes exactly to plan. Most people who end up where they are don't get there on the straight line that they thought it would be when they planned out their career when they were 18. You're going to be okay. Most of you are very, very talented. Certainly the ones that we know, Paul, are very, very talented and things are going to be okay. So our gratitude for everything that you did to make a product that we love and invented an entire ecosystem, our support for you personally, we hope you land on your two feet and find your new trench. Absolutely. Um, I am sure the it will seem gloomy today, David, but I'm sure many of them, uh, if not all of them, will fall on their feet. Let's get on with the show. Yep. From the trenches. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to From Our Trenches, real life in the accounting industry. My name is David Boyer from Change GPS. We are brought to you by Change GPS, launching the FBT season next week check the show notes for a link as we launch fbt we are brought to you by ada and paul we've actually got an ad that we're going to put into this episode i'm absolutely thrilled to welcome me mate paul meisner david hello listeners hello all welcome uh started the year cannot believe it is somewhat the middle of february already it is a Crazy, back on the road shows. You are hanging out I with am. your roadshow junkies. The band get back together of people who take photos and put them on Twitter at accounting industry events. Uh, I didn't follow the Twitter. Didn't I? Didn't follow much of the. I didn't take many photos, but I uh, caught up with a lot of people. We will obviously cover that. Uh, lots going on. Not a whole lot of product, <laughs> but not, not good vibes. But, I heard uh, good vibes at Melbourne. A lot. Uh, very good. And good vibes at Nelly Warren. Nazza Waza. Mm. Lots going on. Uh, how are you, sir? How's Bris Vegas treating you? Good. My daughter started school. Good times. How was the first day? Intense for me. Uh, 
Did you cry? Yeah, I needed a bit of time in the car Ooh. to collect myself afterwards. Fair enough. No, see, I, I never, I, 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 under, I, I totally understand it. My kids got happily handed, and were luckily were happy to go. So happy, happy to go. But uh, I think this is the most acute change to my lifestyle since having my first kid. Because there's no, you know, school's shorter than daycare. It's also a lot yeah, cheaper, true. so I'm appreciative of that. True. Even Very I'm, uh, accounting. All good. We got a show. We do have a show, uh, mate. What do you got in? Uh, what caught your eye in a positive light? This? Um, lots to talk about the Australian economy, and it's arguably not going to be heading into a fantastic period for the next year or so amid inflation, seemingly endless interest rate rises. And I'm not an economist, but accountants. Like, we love pretending we're economists every now and then, Paul. Usually around the federal budget, like, you can't start commenting on things. You you might. I, you you might, do as well. You always do. But it counts all the time. There's always this budget analysis from people who aren't economists. Um, spending, we can all comment on because that is the social policy of the day. You can talk, you talk, politicians, but unless it's funded, I'm not going to believe you. There's an article on Macro Business, which is a, a blog that I've, I've been on the show every now and again, and the author's name is David Llewellyn-Smith, who's sometimes a little bit controversial, which we love at From the Trenches. And what he talks about is the difference between the economic headwind we're heading into now and past perceived crises. The past perceived crises, we've kind of gotten away all right since the 92 recession we had to have. The OHEFC, yeah, we didn't really have a lot going on in Australia per capita. Uh, we had a per capita recession. We didn't really have a hard recession. Uh, it was the start of the mining boom into China. We were saved. Lucky trunk country lays another golden egg. Leading into 2015, we, there was a big China imbalance shock that shifted away from commodity-intensive growth. This was a tough one, but we were kind of still okay. 2020, the global pandemic hits. Barely noticed it. In fact, most... Our most vulnerable ended up making more money by staying at home on the couch than going up to work and putting in a hard day's work. All of those episodes, this article says, are exogenous shocks, meaning our economy didn't create them. We're part of a global connected world and sometimes there's a shock somewhere else that impacts us. Uh, That famous line in Jurassic Park, a butterfly could flap its wings and I don't know how it ends, but you all know what I'm talking about. Do you know that quote, Paul? No, I'm just, it's endogenous. Not exo. Endogenous. Endogenous. That's all right. But this one that we're heading into is not. This one. No, you've read it wrong, Paul. I said it right. Exo is out. They were external factors that impact us. Uh, Now we've got an endogenous shock. Understand. This is an own goal, effectively, (laughs) in sports parlance. This is our fault. We spent too much. We've got massive inflation. Our interest rates are too low and we need to protect it and manage it through the only two features we have, fiscal and monetary policy. And what's very interesting, Paul, is, and this is where I've got a bit of concern. I've said this on another show that we're about to launch. Uh, there are a lot of young accountants because we've reduced the barriers of entry to start an accounting practice pretty much thanks to zero. And none of us, myself included, have had to lead clients through an actual crisis especially one of our own makings where there isn't seemingly unlimited amounts of capital around to just solve problems and fix liquidity issues. I think we're in for interesting times. I don't know what to do about this. Still a lot of spending. Spend less. Like uh, people are still spending. I think it's, it's really interesting that 
I find it very interesting that the demand seems to be after so many consecutive rate rises, the demand's not um, not decreasing. A smart friend who's an economist said to me, you won't see it for 18 months because most Australians fix their interest rates when they're very low. We need interest rates to, to start dropping off the fixed rate periods and then we'll start feeling it. And I actually had my first comment happened last week. Uh, I met someone who runs a small business, a photography business. If He said, if I get one more interest rate rise on my home loan, I'm probably going to have to sell my house. And that's the first like crack that I've seen. That's a bit I, more than a crack. That's the event. I... I that's not good, clearly. No, I not for that person. I really think that though people who borrowed under ridiculously low interest rates, thinking that it was never going to go up despite all despite all of the talk and absolute rational thought being that you have to factor in rises, I I, I feel less sorry for them. I know that sounds harsh. I know that sounds harsh, but people who thought, oh, well, you know, someone else's problem when the interest rates go up, given that they're really just returning to what we would what we would realistically call normal levels, I don't have as much sympathy, but I'm harsh. Asset values haven't returned to what you'd realistically call normal levels, whatever that means. That would have a made-up definition in your economic world. Best on ground for you, mate. What do you got? I uh, made back to the... Uh... Is there a roadshow? I don't know. I, I can't even remember when the last one was. It just seems like uh, the first sort of one since very disrupted years. Uh, good to be back. Good to hit the floor. Good to see a lot of uh, a lot of people that I have known in the industry for for thirteen years. Uh, very interesting to see some. Uh, I don't know. I, I reckon they've, they've they're trying to collect the. Uh, the title for the, the 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 most number of apps, different apps worked at or employed at. It is just an trying absolute, to just trying to get a career, mate. Just trying to put some. Food mate, on this, it, mate, they have changed. They have changed branded T-shirts and jobs more than some people have changed uh, undergarments. Uh, it, it is just. It seems like they just. Anyway, they're, they're moving around everywhere. Uh, good to see, good to see all the apps there. Uh, one was a no. Absence. Where were you? Uh, we weren't there. We we're at Brisbane. Change GPS is at Brisbane, but we're not doing the roadshows. We're actually not doing a Countex, and we're not doing ABE. I think the only event we are doing is Taxpo next week in Sydney, uh, because of a very fun partnership that we're about to announce with those guys. Um, and we're not doing it because uh, I think. GPS is a bit unique. I mean, we had 2,000 people on our webinar last week and they're all our potential customers and existing customers, members that we've got to change GPS. Roadshow's really expensive, really, really expensive for apps. And for the two people listening to Trenches, people working software and accountants, and I just want to share, it, it is expensive. It's a part of growth and there's a lot of hope and expectation placed by the app stores that this is going to work for them. And sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you get bad luck on your floor location, and sometimes you're just not prepared properly. But it's an expensive endeavour, and the reason I actually didn't do it was we're a small team. We've only 15 of us. If we did the road show, half my team would be on the road for most of February when we're, all, we're internally getting ready for tax plan. And I just don't think that's good for their families, for them to be – they don't want to be away from their families for that long. So that was a key driver in not doing it. But 
the other really exciting thing, mate, we've got three new products we're releasing this year. One of them will be out next month, our tax plan advance report for professional profit allocations. You have to document that advice and you have to be do it before 30 June. We've got something for that. We've got our estate planning app, which we've spoken about, which is running ahead of schedule on our dev, which is awesome. So, mate, I'm taking your advice. I'm focusing on the product, not the sales. Oh. And we're going to do that for a little bit. And uh, we're not going to be in any of the big box events this really? half. I think we'll be at ZeroCon. Was that. that last two minutes the ad that you were putting into the into the show? Was it? Was it? Was that the inserted <laughs> ad? <laughs> well, that's why we're not going. I'm joking. No, good on we're you. We're investing good in on product, no, and we're looking after I, our staff. I tell you what, is it? It is. Look, it is a lot. It is a lot of effort, and it is um, some of the venues. You know, Melbourne was particularly spread out. There were three different sort of areas of add-ons uh, or of software companies and I, mean, I think a lot of them unlike other years where we you know everyone gravitated to one pod I think there was there was quite a lot of uh, spread out um, did I show much humility no, in that two minute dry, diatribe there Paul sorry did I again. show much humility in that two minute <laughs> diatribe no, it was all very practical no 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 it was very product practical. over you didn't mention timesheets or thought leadership once it was beautiful <laughs> actually it was all changed it was all about well. product was all that's fine you can uh you can product look and on the road i mean on the road show look it was um certainly certainly much improved on last year i think i was quite hard on them last year on this show uh certain areas had improved um a lot of it uh go uh focused on the state of the industry report which we will cover at Here's the end question. of this show road shows usually cover big product releases like Steve Jobs un, uh, unveiling the the iPod is the origin of all of these sort of things. Can, can I just add something which is really interesting, which which has reframed where I see these road shows yes, fitting in, and why I actually will will stop being so hard on it, wow. and why I think not having product announcements. Trent, that's the sound is, is, cut it is social. is re- <laughs> is that. I, I am continually amazed that when they at the road shows they put up these uh, they do like polls during the during the things which I actually really like. One of them was how many road shows have you been? Sixty percent of the respondents in the uh, seven eight hundred that turned up to Melbourne, sixty percent of them said that it was their first time. Oh, that blows my mind. I think it was but, more at ZeroCon as well. ZeroCon had a ton yeah. of first attenders. So so in effect, like kind of for me, that reframes what what the roadshow needs to be if it's 60% newbies. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that they've done really well and, and you know, kind of know their market. I think those big feature plots where 60% don't even know, haven't haven't been there, then haven't been to one before, uh, they don't know what to expect. So, anyway, it was good. Good day out. Um, Nobody did an after-party, though. Disappointing. Mate, austerity, I, I, I measure, austerity measures on the credit corporate credit cards. I tell you, ignition used to be about beers. Now they were about uh, what was it? It was. I think you got some coffee, peanuts. coffee and coffee and nibbles while you listened to nibbles. another presentation. Nibbles. Shout out, was shout that... out to Beck. But it was gone of the heady days you of got... walking across, sitting in the sitting in the sun, and having a beer. You've gone from frothies to salty Japanese rice crackers. But Dan, you had to listen to a pitch. You normally just went and. Sat in this anyway. So you're telling me you had to buy every beer you had after Roadshow? Uh, no, managed to get one out of Trent. Managed to shout out to, to Journey. Uh, not sure which 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 of his wheel credit cards he really did uh, use. 
uh, and they caught up with Brian Williams. I think even oh, Brian bought right. this year. So, so shout out to those guys. Hey, speaking of road show, Trent put together, and if you're in the ecosystem, you would have seen it by now, the ultimate guide for the Zero Road Show 2023. It's this massive ebook that he put together. It's like 5,000 words. It's too many words for Trent. Can't read that much. Go back to pictures, please. I'm a simpleton. Uh, this, If you are an ecosystem partner, this is a must read. I think too many people don't get enough out of their physical events. It's a hard thing to get right. This is an excellent, excellent playbook. Strongly recommend any ecosystem partner to do it because the ecosystem's getting harder, Paul. It is getting much harder to be a partner at zero. We're going to do a bit more on that when I collect my thoughts a little bit better and don't say the wrong thing. It's getting hard to be in the zero ecosystem. It's getting expensive. And we want to see more apps that are innovating on actual problems that accountants have. And to do that, they need to get strong return on investment from their marketing spend. Read the book if you haven't read it yet. Is there anything they, else? In- there, there are far too many. There are far too many apps, by the way. That's, I think, a bigger issue, which we'll, we'll talk about when you get. But look, hey, listen. I'm, I'm projecting sure consolidation. Our listeners, our listeners are sick of being nice to people. Um, let's, let's move on to Fair. worse. <laughs> Sorry, go. Hey, can we do like a first word for I don't think we've ever embedded an ad before. Oh, we have once. It's up to you. You run the show. I'm just the, I'm just the talent. Barely. <laughs> Worst on ground, but first a word from our sponsors. Uh, Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for Worst on Ground. (laughs) Did you just add your own echo flare? Yeah, and then I moved my voice across the microphone so it faded. Let me... That's what John John Bon Jovi did it. Really, that's where the similarities end, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm going to get kicked off because seriously, this week, uh, our, uh, our our friends at Dext, or not our friends, the industry people at Dext, have determined. David, you and I have get to the article. A very, a very. This is just content for the sake of content. What is it? Uh, they're banging on about the rise of the ca- cloud accounting specialist. Apparently, the role is so new. So new, David. Cloud accounting. The 18-year-old startup. Uh, it's so new that there isn't a standardized name, but this new accounting professional is shaking up the industry. David, I was the first officially qualified cloud accountant in Australia by the international... You got a logo. I have got a logo. The International Federation of Cloud Accountants was a thing, David, more than 10 years ago. Seriously, the constant need for software companies to come out with something new or changing or hip. Get over it. Tell us what the product does. Stop Stop trying to de- define or change or innovate the industry in a content sense. Just do something with a product for uh, crying out loud. They actually have a ripper product there. They've, they've, I think they've almost definitely got the market-leading product. They can't just do it. They're allowed to do some marketing. Uh, this is a repeat offender from Dext uh, many years ago, and from the trenches they got worst on ground for inventing something called pre-accounting. Pre, pre-accounting. Pre-accounting yeah. was something that they tried to do. But I think, it, and then you've got, um, I think the AATs trying to invent accounting technicians as a solution for bookkeepers who think they're not respected. 
it's not up to. Is it, is it just me or do bookkeepers want to want to call themselves anything else except for bookkeepers? It's mind blowing. It's like the number one SEO search term in the whole industry. I don't know what I just call myself Dave Bookkeeper and whatever suburb I'm in, bang, great and business. Anyway, I think it's a certification thing. But don't rely on your industry body or some software company to come up with a title or a brand for your particular practice. Spend a day, drink a bottle of red wine, a bottle of gin. Well, no, not a whole bottle of gin, a few gins. Just have a good time and work out. Drink responsibly. And just work out what you want to be and what type of clients you want. Don't rely on anybody else to do it for you. That's not going to be as good. Absolutely. What do you got in your worst? In my worst on ground, uh, I don't know if I actually have too much this week. Um, but the Michelle Levy advice review has been finalised with very little changes from its original draft. This is the review into financial planning and trying to address the problem that the average household pays about $3,500, a little less than $3,500 for much-needed financial advice. It's a major problem, particularly given we've got an ageing population and we're about to go through a $3 trillion wealth transfer in Australia, but a lot of disappointment with Paul. It really is the death of the accountant's exemption. This is, it's, I I think it is. I I think the, um, you know, quite an important review into, um, quite an important and respected review. This will unfortunately, I think, give, give lots of coverage to, um, to the government not to not to reinstate the accountants exemption. This has been in all of the things that have disappointed me about the professional bodies absolutely being blindsided by this. This is as I've said before David this is it is I guess the final hope that all of the the senior advocacy people at CA were saying no we're still working on it no all we want to do is get super back no, we're working on it. We're working on it. I, I have no problem. They're working on it. But David, just like Indiana Jones uh, in the franchise, the story, they have been ineffective. That's been all talk. At the end of the day, we got um, screwed. If I can say that, don't know whether that's too rude for the podcast. We got screwed. And so that is the absolute end. And, and the, look, the report outlines it. It's basically that the, the, I'm paraphrasing, but the, the her report, Michelle Levy's report, basically says she sees absolutely no reason for accountants to get a limited license because it's useless, um, or because it's it's just it's not fit for purpose. Um, believes that there are enough carve-outs for accountants, which is the factual exemption. I, I think um, professional bodies, David, have to now switch, and they now need to be. They need to turn from conservative to um, put their member hat on and really help us get the most out of this, uh, the exemptions that we have, which is to give factual advice. They need to be proactive get certified. and they need to be on our side of it. Or get certified. That's still an option. Which, which is, no, which actually now you can't. There was, oh, a, yeah. there was a window where you could do it. Basically, you would have to go, but now to get certified, you would have to go back and do a full financial uh, advice course and you basically retrain as a financial uh, advisor. Um, the, the professional bodies won't do it, David, because they're too risk averse. But um, yeah, they need to they need to switch to giving up on it. Like, yeah, they lost. 
and uh, they were, were never going to win. Which Indiana Jones movie do you think sums it up best? Raiders of the Lost Ark was advice the Ark, and it got raided away from us. There was anyway. I, Temple I have of, had Temple said of, it on the show. There te- was a Big Bang episode where the the uh, the female characters explained to the male characters of Big Bang Theory how Indiana Jones was useless in the movie. Yeah, but, that's, but apart from that, clutch, I don't remember. That's the point. The Temple of Doom. Anyway, is anyway, it it's, a, it's a sad day. Black armbands for the accountants' exemption. Is this the charity? Is this the industry body's last crusade for effective lobbying? Uh well, this is the last thing that I kind of held out hope that they could actually help with. I mean, we haven't even spoken about accountants' letters. Like, let's let's not. I can't no, even get into that, into that again. without getting without getting angry. Uh a little bit of an in-depth for us now, Paul. Zero's State of the Union report is a 35-ish page filled with lots of data and Zero's key takeaways. As usual, your first response was, it's crap, Dave. But then we've talked about it and you found a few angles that might be a little bit useful. No. Three things from me and three things from you for Zero State of the Union report. Can I go first? Go. Firstly, it's the Zero State of the Union report. It is commissioned by Zero for Zero with the intent on, ma- on providing valuable information but benefiting Zero. That is the framework you need to have when reading this because it's a private commission survey. It's not the Pew Centre, it's not the Productivity Commission, it's Zero, an accounting software company. With that in mind, here is my three takeaways. So you're going to do my three and your three or do you want to go one and one? Go for it. Do your three. Give it to us. I was not surprised, but I saw for the first time how popular mergers mergers are for shifts in practice structure. It's almost as popular as just starting new practices. And I've got one other data point on this. The number one reason people churn away from change GPS is they merge with another firm who's already a member. And then to see mergers being so popular... It says two things for me. One, it actually makes a lot of sense because you can expand services, you've got access to more talent. But I actually think the real reason is sole practitionership is just getting damn, damn hard. And you can talk about that better than me, but it's just getting hard. So mergers seem to be very clearly on the rise, Paul. Uh, interesting. I've got a, I've heard of uh, two examples in the last year of uh, a merger in from a small firm into a bigger firm, bigger relative, not overly big, uh, and then bounced straight back out. Uh, Why? Just did not culture did not fit. Yeah, yeah, just was not was not the fit. Not so I think look, business. I mean, again, I mean, I, I still I, I don't know about server. You keep going. <laughs> I'll roll it into my three points. I'm not sure how structure plays a part in anything apart from just being a question. There's a but. lot of chatter about is the structure of accounting firms valuable? And I actually think it's part of a much bigger conversation about what is the business model of accounting. Tyler Cassie had an excellent post saying, you know, should partners be earning 10 times more their two IC? Ripper chat. I'm going to cover that in another show that, I'm, that we're doing. Um, there's a lot of chat. Blake Oliver came up with this insane theory of profit redistribution yeah. in accounting firms. Can I, can I just very quickly about that changes in the air? 23% of large practice. I mean, the numbers, I don't know. The numbers uh, don't add pres- up. Make so, that position properly. Don't cover that properly. Respondents selected multiple answers, right? 23% of large firms went out on their own. So during the year, 11 people started on their own. Like 11. Oh, hang on. 
11 seat firms have come out and I just I don't I don't you're believe making, you can have making, an 11 seat firm that's just started this year. You're making your argument very badly. Your argument is about the data the data quality in the report because it's about 500 firms. I think that's a lot. You think it's not enough. No, but hang on. Is there? Do you reckon there's a firm there that took eleven people, went out on my own, either rolled out from a bigger firm onto their own, or but and in in the first year hit eleven people? I reckon there would be. Yeah, they'd be offshore. Twenty three, twenty three percent. Yeah, they'd be offshore. Yeah, I reckon they would be. Mate, there's too much work out there. You say this all the time. You say all the time there's too much work and then you surprise the firms are doing something about it. There's a massive, de- there's a massive, massive demand problem. There's too much. It's not a supply problem, it's a demand problem. There you go, eat that economist. Hang on, can I keep going or do you want to go back on yours? Go, 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 go. Uh, so there's all this talk about the structure of firms. I'll go back to where we were three minutes ago, thanks. But it, it's, it's presented like it's this doomsday that the accounting business rolls it. We've been hearing this for 20 years and most firms have adopted. How's this? 40% of practices offer employee benefits. 40% offer Devon training. 33% track employee well-being. If you are not happy where you are, move. <laughs> Almost half the practices are doing a lot to take care of their employees. If your firm isn't, there's no reason you need to be there. None. It's, it's your addiction to your firm logo that's probably keeping you there. Enough with these, like, the whole system's broken crap. There is so much work out there and so many firms, and clearly so many of them are doing a lot about this. Take control of your career and move. Don't blow up the whole system yet. It's not to say the system's right, but you don't have to blow up the whole system to better your station in life. All right, yeah. thanks for your contribution, Paul. No, I'm, just, I'm just reading this. 23% of this survey was 51-plus employees. Yeah, it pretty clearly breaks up what the small and large firms were. Believe it or not, Paul, 100% of the market isn't you. 90% of the market is small micro firms. Don't agree. Mate, all right, whatever. <laughs> anyway... I reckon, I reckon the 51-plus seat firms, I reckon they almost got all of them to give in answers at that rate. Uh, one of the biggest go. surprising parts... Where are you parts up to? How many, the, sorry, I'll just say One of the surprising parts of the accounting market, because they're very quiet, is the large suburban firm. The three, four, five partner suburban yeah, firm that you will never, ever hear from, ever. You will never see them at an award. They never poke their head up. They've barely got websites. They've just been looking the local family, looking after the local families in their suburb for like 50 years. It's a big regionals too. Yeah, huge. Bro, some of these farming firms. Yeah, yeah, huge. All right. Oh, my other one. Hey, the work from home convo is dead. Only 19% of people are 100% at home. Only 19%. It's done. Mm. It's all, it's hybrid. Um, it's hybrid or full-time in. We're going back to it. Let's end that conversation. We've all adjusted to it. What needs to happen now is making sure people have the right soft skills to be able to get full development while they're working like that. Do you think it's fully in? What's the full-time from the office? Uh, full-time in the office wasn't much, but most people are like three days a week in the office. I, I think I think 100% both in the office and 100% at home is dead. I, I don't think you yeah. can say one is and not the other. I think yeah, you can fair. say that it might skew a little bit towards 
um, more time in the office, but um, I think the 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 hundred percent from home uh, isn't unless you're on your own. Obviously, that's uh, that's easy. Yeah, but um, you're on your own. When I was on my own as well, we still wanted somewhere to work, and then the next factor that you and I social butterflies were. Actually, very interesting on page twenty-two. Uh, the senior advisors, rather than the, the the sort of the rest of the stuff, my home is my office. Nineteen percent. So the only people who answered my home is my office uh, were all business owners rather than managers or managing partners. So, yeah, interesting. Which I kind of accept that. Like, unless you're it's not that a one person, a one person band. Um, Yep, you're heading back in at least for some point. I work mostly uh, at the office yep. four or five days, 58% managers, 56% directors and partners. Yeah. Good. Well, you've got to be in if you're managing a team, I guess, um, or it's, it's easier to... If your team's there. Now how did that work? Your team's in four days a week and you're at home full-time. That'd be hilarious. That's the way culture. to manage. Yeah. What is it? What is it? Do as I, do as I, I say, say, not as I do. All right, what do you got? Right. Uh... I, I never trust surveys. You know, I, I think I think this survey asks a lot of just wishy-washy questions. I think there was a, I, I, I get the feeling there was a narrative already in the works. Um, I don't think the questions have been designed particularly well. Some of them have. Some of them are more a bit like, oh, what do you, you know, what do you offer the services? I, th- I think the services question needs to be, redesigned to talk more about um, frequency just rather than, and I think as you said, David, I think a lot of the services when, you, when you're talking about that really need um, continuity between years. You know, you need to say that like if if all of a sudden, you know, 5% of people said they'd done cash flows last year and all of a sudden 25 answered that question this year, then, you know, potentially you've got to, I'd like to see that, you know, sort of more over time. Um, the, my biggest gripe with it is that bookkeepers and accountants are in the same, they're not delineated. I think that's, um, I I think that hurts the, I think that hurts the survey. I think it, it really, um, increases the scope of people that it, that it's trying to cover. And for me, the 500, 600 odd respondents when you're adding in bookkeepers as well, doesn't, uh, doesn't work for me. And, And one of the things that I, I had mentioned to Zero at the roadshow was they were um, part of the things they were talking about on stage was their question in the industry report was about have your clients wanted more services, sorry, more service and then, and, and Zero really bringing that, changing that narrative to being different services and kind of the, the way the question's written is more service and support, not necessarily differentiating the services. And I think that's one, you know, real sort of issue I had with the way that the report's been portrayed rather than the core data. I think, look, what I'm saying... David, there was a point where you were, there was a point where you weren't where you were trying to talk about a different trench. <laughs> I was. And and now we've, you know, we, we've reset that. And I think there is not anyone, you know, this isn't uh, a... Uh, it's been three years, mate. You are very clear as CEO of Change GPS. So I don't think 
there is there is not a problem for me and I guess I was have at times been your harshest critic. You are my harshest critic, and I value it because you're very often right. Um, and it wasn't coming from you why I said that. Uh, but I also reckon I'm having much more impact now in the industry than I was before, which is great—a a great joy for me. And why I get out of bed in the morning. That's it for uh, me, Paul. You got anything else you want to add into the end of the show? No, all good for me. See you, everyone. Have a great day. Thanks again for listening to an episode of From the Trenches. David and I love to hear from listeners, so you can reach out if you've got feedback or story ideas, get in touch. I can be reached on Twitter at Paul Meissner underscore or on LinkedIn, Paul Meissner. I'm on Twitter at David Boyar, B-O-Y-A-R, on LinkedIn, David Boyar. From the Trenches. things that I uh, may be wrong on and I need to dig in a little bit more. A quick comment for me, Paul. I've got a bit of listener feedback. I've started mentioning Change GPS a lot more on the show than I have in the past few years. The show's from the trenches real life in the accounting industry. This is the trench I'm in right now. And I don't want to speak on the trenches that I'm not in. I'm only going to speak about what I see and what I think. And very often it's the stuff that I'm actually investing my resources in. So if you don't like it, that's okay. That's fine. There's lots of podcasts out there. But Paul seems to be able to stomach it, and he hates tech. So I hope you can too. Listeners, let me, let me say something that David probably won't, won't like me saying this, but the, there was a tr- Dave has, has had a transition from practice to, <laughs> to It's not that software. serious. It's not like that serious. No, 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 no. But, 